Welcome to episode 19 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, today is another amazing episode as I get to have a chat with one of my long-term clients, Emma. Now, Emma has been with me since last year and her results have been absolutely amazing. Not only physically, but just mentally. And I think in this day and age, we all get so caught up with the scales and the looks and body fat that we forget to do the basics and working with emma has been an absolute dream and this podcast was it was amazing just to chat to her from her experiences from where she was before she met me to where she is now and she's in a far healthier place with her nutrition her training and again Every day, every week, we're always trying to make little improvements here and there. So I know this podcast is going to really resonate with a lot of people out there who have been going through similar issues as Emma. Hope you enjoy this podcast as always. And here it is. Okay, we started in, was it October or November? Um, it was, it was August, I think it was easy. August. Oh my easy. gosh, okay, I've gone back. Okay, so we started in August. Um, my place with food was just dire. Um, I was not long after being allowed back to exercise and was just struggling really to get everything, get all my ducks in a row, and sort of get the results or anything that I wanted so yeah well what well, because when I when I because I remember I remember the phone call it was so uh, I remember the phone call like it was only yesterday it was, we think we were on the phone for like probably an hour and a half it was quite a long phone call and we just it was a long phone call <laughs> and we just chatting away and it was a good phone call though but I suppose where before you met me what were you doing like what was your food training job what were you doing back then um i had not long started back to work so i was chefing but i was after being out of work for six to nine months um so i'd been signed off exercise when i started with you i'd been back for maybe four months um but i just found that my food and the exercise sort of wasn't getting me the results that I wanted. Um, but I wasn't really eating what I should have been eating. I was eating much too lower calories. So, so we had the opposite effect, didn't we? Like we were trying to, we were trying to reverse, we were trying to reverse yeah. and get back to back to yeah. proper food, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because you did get Which to a point. Because you did get to the point where you were um, competing, weren't you? Um, I could have been, yeah, but then I messed that up a little. So but look, but that was my own fault. But looking back now, like you're in a better, you know, you're a better place now mentally because what's it, what's it like? What's it like when you restrict your calories like that low and when you know what's it, what's it like from your point of view to to have your calories that low? Is it hard? When I look back now. Um, when I was living it, no, it wasn't because I was in such a place that to me it didn't matter. Um, and I was so hungry that 
I didn't feel hunger anymore. Um, like my calories were below 900 a day. Wow. Um, and I was going to work like 12 hour days. Um, so I was so hungry that I just didn't feel it anymore. Was Literally. You, and what was your typical, what was your typical meals when you were doing that? And what was your general food? You had? I'd, I'd literally get up, go to a workout without food, um, without a drink. I wouldn't let myself take anything in until I came home and weighed myself. And then I'd go to work. I'd have a protein shake. Um, I'd bring porridge to work. And then when I got home, I'd have like a fruit bowl or something like that when I got home. And were you training much? Like what was your training schedule like? I was doing, I wasn't necessarily doing the personal training, um, but I was doing like say spinning classes. So I was doing something seven days of the week. They were intense, like, you know, classes, but it wasn't necessarily one-to-one. And what, what happened that, so what, what made you, what was the reason for going into doing that? What was it just something you wanted to do? The trainer I had had said, like, you know, that I was good at the weights and whatever. Um, so when there was only, say, like a couple of people at the class, he would always bring out like the barbell and the bigger weights and stuff because he could focus more on just being a, a couple of people. Um, now, I loved it. Like, I loved the weights. He said I've got, you know, potential with the weights and stuff. Um which was great, but then it was sort of me and the food that let me down. And looking back now, with the food being that low and stuff to went through, would you do it again or not do you just do it differently? I would do it differently. And as much as I'm not 100% happy with how I am now, there's something in my brain or my body or whatever that won't let me drop the calories or won't let me not eat the food so whereas before I'd have just said no I'm not eating it or I'd have just you know I couldn't I literally felt like I couldn't eat whereas now there's it doesn't matter if I stand on a scale and I could be up a pound I'll still eat the food because I know that I need to eat it it's good though. I mean, that's that's so big, especially for fee even for males, like when males when males like go competing and they cut the calories so low, like they don't get erections and stuff. And same with females, and females cut the calories so low they lose their cycle. And that happens like that happens so that's that's such a massive um issue nowadays. Like people yeah. people do bodybuilding and to do all this stuff to you know, ideally to, to look the best shape of the life for like 10 seconds on a stage, but that takes like nine months of going through misery. And in the end result, like females lose a cycle and like males who get, don't get directions and it's quite hard way to do it. And yes, it's just good talking to you because you've kind of been there from your, it's kind of good to talk to someone. Cause I've never really spoke to anyone that's kind of been there before. And for me, like, I like ice cream too much. So I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I'm not really, a six pack to me doesn't appeal to me because I just like ice cream too much and that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. What no, I didn't think it would appeal to me, but then I think I wasn't in the right place myself, you know, in life in general to stop the sort of the weight loss and everything else. 
you think that's more of a social media? Do you reckon when you were doing it, it was kind of so because social media is a big influence, especially in females that like to look a certain way. And I've I've done a post today, like actually on like females and like you know because a lot of females have this thing about having a pouch, but like you know having a bit of stubborn fat around your belly is, is there for reasons. There protect your reproductive organs, and yeah, I think, I think on social media. There's so much air, you know, like I was in Bondi Beach when I first came here and I couldn't believe it. There was a male and a guy and a girl having like a, getting a Photoshop and they're on the beach, like, but they were putting makeup over their cellulite and putting makeup over like their stretch marks and just little stuff like sucking their belly in and just doing crazy stuff. And I think when you look on social media, look at them, they're like this perfect image. And then when you have then females and, and males, guys like that, they, you know, they're on this pedestal to look, to look like that. Do you reckon like when you were um, doing that, you kind of had that pressure from social media as well to look a certain way? Or... Um, I think the pressure was more so from me initially, whereas now, because I know that I'm sort of not where I want to be now with my body compared to what it was, I, I feel more pressure now on social media than I did then. Mm if that makes sense. Um, Cause like, like well, you could see my muscle, like the, 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 the top of the legs, you could see, you could, like I had, I didn't quite have a six pack, but you know, I was getting there. Um, and to me, now I did take pictures or whatever and use social media myself to sort of measure it or put it on, you know, that But then, um, to be honest, that more so drew attention from my friends who sort of said, Emma, you're too thin. Do you know? Whereas now, because I think that I haven't got it and I know that I had to put the weight back on, I sort of would look at social media now and go, oh my God, they look like that. I don't. Yeah, so that's always going to be hard because your body, you know, your like your body percentage is so low that you will, yeah, you'll see all the definition, but... yeah. And it was like 900 calories and a thousand calories is crazy because you're on like 17, 1800 calories now. So it's a, it's, it's a huge, big difference. How has been, because when we, when we met then, when did you start yeah. to feel like things start to work better for you? I know for me personally, working with you, it's only, as I said, the last like probably four weeks when we start doing our daily wins, when you're, I think your whole mindset just shifted a small bit. I think for, for me and yeah. you, it was, as I said, like our body composition has changed. Our weight has stayed the same, near enough, the exact same. But now with your your strength has, has increased like by probably 60%. That's, and for you, I think me watching you come from where you are to now, like using strength to kind of be your happy place is such a, such a good mm. way for me to see you. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think I used to use exercise more of a punishment. Um so, like I said, I used to get up and exercise and say, well, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't drink. I would go literally at the crack of dawn. If I had an early work shift, I'd be gone to exercise before or I'd do a class and have to leave midway through and go straight to work. Um, whereas now I know that that's not sustainable. Um, I know when we first started together, I was sort of like, I look back and I think, God, I must have been an awful bitch because <laughs> I just think I was so angry. You know, I was like, 
Why is someone else telling me what to do? Why do I need someone else telling me what to do? Why can't I do it myself? But I wasn't, I wasn't able to do it myself. Like I did it myself and I got into a mess, you know, so. What's been the biggest buzz? What's been the biggest thing for that from your end of it? From my end of it, I think the biggest thing for, because, you know, you as a client, like it's been, you know, everything we do, everything you do, you do 110%, like everything. Mm -hmm. If I say jump like you, jump, you know, that's, you know, I change calories, you always get it to absolutely T. But I guess for me, the biggest thing that's given me the biggest accomplishment is like, all the stuff I learned from my coaches and self-development is, is helping you like change how you view things, like change happiness and sad and change, like just how you view the negatives and positives. That's been the biggest probably win that I've seen you make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's knowing that, look, even the tips you give about making a to-do list or giving yourself something to do during the day. So I can have it in my head but if it's not wrote down or if it's not like I use the notes on my phone um, to make the to-do list or to give myself something to do. So if it's not there, I'll just go, I'll do it in a minute. I'll do it in a minute. Do you know? And there's no sort of structure. Whereas if I have it on the phone or if it's wrote down, I nearly feel that I stick to it better. Um, And instead of just floating through the day going, well, I'll just do this now or, or I won't do this now. Do you know, there's more structure. Um, and I suppose that's where the motivation and whatever comes from as well is just having something there that you need to do and need to tick off and gives you something to keep going for. The app is quite good too. Like my app is quite good. That has, I like my app because I can kind of like Big Brother Watch and I can see your sleep and your stress and I can see everything like that's um, going on, which is quite good as well. How do you find yeah. the app? It's grand. Um, it's like that. Um, I don't like the pictures. <laughs> um, I hate that part. Um, but they are good in a sense that, like, you can look back. You know, you can compare. Say, from now, um, and when I started. Do you know? I like that, but I just don't like the process of being able to see them all the time. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But as I said, when you look yeah. back. When you go back six months ago and you look now, you kind of say, wow. And then that leads me to the next question is like the difference between, you know, we always talk about this is like weight and fat. That's a massive one that gets the scale should never determine your results. And you know this by now, like that your body's after changing and you might have only lost a kg in the last six months, but your body, you can see everything else has changed. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a hard thing, I think, to come to terms with because. I was so used to getting on the scales. Um, like when I was really sick, like I was weighing myself twice a day. Um, so I was so used to getting on the scales every day and seeing them go down and down and down and down. And that to me was like, oh yes, I'm another pound down. Oh yes. Do you know, that to me was like a victory, like every day. Um, so to sort of adjust was hard. Um, it still kind of is, do you know, I'd still like to lose another few pounds but I know that if I keep going then that's gonna I might lose a few pounds but my body might look different um so I suppose it's just learning the difference between you losing fat and losing weight and how have you found how you found the group I think the group's been I think I said it before but the group's quite a good motivator isn't it like having 
yeah. all the all the girls there like post up on the Monday and post up and now on a Friday and then yeah, you know, having all the calls and even our voice notes. I think I I enjoy your voice notes every day. Just voice note walking down the street. The voice notes are quite good because it means that I can give you like this mini podcast there and kind of always yeah. get you back <laughs> and sit. It's like it's like I'm every time you you're feeling down, I always send you a voice note. You know, even yeah, yeah. No, I do like the voice notes. I've got to say, um, it's definitely like um, I don't know a more personal touch. I suppose. Now I never respond because I'm like I can't speak to this. But um, yeah. No, it's good to have it, and then you can sort of play it back. Do you know either? Do you know if you think well hold on what did you, I did this before what did you say to me so you can always go back to it and listen to it again do you know it's always there so so who have you so what what have you done before so you've never done online coaching have you no so when you've done it were you a bit nervous about like how it was all going to kind of work yeah I'd sort of looked around and wasn't overly happy with um there was a few people that were like in America and whatever. And I was just like, no, this just isn't <laughs> going to work. Um, so I was kind of, you know, a bit apprehensive about sort of, if you pay the money, then what do you get? Do you know, like you hear so many things online about the just getting a plan or paying money and then getting nothing for the money. So, yeah. That's, um, that's such a good, that's such a good, I've been like this year, you know, like I've been through a lot of challenges with other people and, I've had a lot of coaches and they're just, you know, you, as you say, you give the money like, and you sign up and you get yeah. like, and, and you, you might hear from a, a, an automated message every like two weeks and it's hard to get someone that actually cares. Yeah. I think like once, once you care about someone like and care about like then things happen, like, your results have, like you've still got lots, lots to go like with your mental health. Like that's going to be the biggest one is improving all that mental stuff. But I know that mental health is a big is a big one for you. Like, what's your thoughts on mental health and fitness for you? Why is it so important? Um, to me, I find if when I was sick, like I wasn't allowed to exercise. Um, like I was told I was allowed to walk to my front door and back, and that was it. And it was just. Like, even now, like say with the gyms being closed, I know the gym isn't the be all and end all, but it's that level of, oh my God, well, what am I going to do? Um, but to me, it's I exercise and it's like everything else sort of drips away. It doesn't matter where I am, who's there. Like it, it's just me and whatever I'm doing. And that's it. Like nothing else matters. So for me, it's like the headspace. Although what was um what was the injury you done in lockdown? It was something did you did you done an injury in lockdown with um workout, wasn't it? I think it was my back. <laughs> was it? Well you know, I think you're doing were you not doing something with a table or trying to lift a table or you're trying to or maybe I was doing a pull up somewhere you fell off maybe. I remember you Oh I probably me. tipped over the table, I think. I don't know, something probably really stupid. <laughs> pull-ups underneath the table who would have thought you could do them but you can <laughs> well you'd have to get in, you'd have to get in pretty strong like what's your squat now 40 your bench press 40 uh, kg isn't it my bench press is 40 um i loaded the barbell wrong the other day and was like why can't i push this but it was 48 i think and i was really mad at myself that i couldn't do it i was like oh my god i could do this the other day but I, i'd loaded the bar the bar wrong 
you have resistance, you have resistance bands, you do. Yeah. Because you can always put resistance bands around the around the, the barbell to make it harder as well. Okay. I'll okay. send you. I'll I'll, I'll I'll send you a video. So there's all there's always stuff you can do. Isn't it? even though like gyms are closed, even if you had no weights, there's there's still things you can do. Because you're at the moment you're doing this, you're walking every day, aren't you? Tri- and walking. With yeah. Trips. Yeah. So yeah, many- I'm doing the walks every day, so I've been adding a minute on because so I was only going like around my block, which was 30, 35 minutes. Um, and um, I was watching some of the people on Instagram and whatever, and they were like, oh, for a challenge, add a minute on. But I actually find that like adding a minute a day, you don't find the difference as much. So instead of someone saying, right, go and walk for an hour, mm. do you know, whereas... So like the one day, like you add on an extra minute, you don't feel the difference in the minute. So good. I'm walking now for me. I am walking for literally the hour now. Um, so many steps, yeah. many steps you're getting? Uh, over 14,000, I think. That's amazing. Depends on the day. Mm. So how was your, so how was your, how was your relationship with food now? It's, it's obviously a long way to go, but since obviously we, us working together for the last six months, how much has it improved? It's definitely improved the last five, six weeks, but without your food. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely improved since we started. I know when I first started with you, I think I was living on porridge and cornflakes and fruit. Um, yeah, that was literally what I was having. Um, whereas now I've started to introduce more more foods. Um I'm still kind of rigid in the sense that if I like something, I'm like, no, I'm not taking that out. Um, so I'd still find it hard to sort of mix it around. But, um, yeah, definitely come a long way to what it was. Definitely. I mean, you're definitely, you got, you're like, you're not, you don't feel guilty about having food anymore. That's the big one. Like, you're not, you haven't got that guilty feeling about, like, eating. Like, remember six weeks ago, even when I first met you, like you were just, everything we'd done is like, if we increased our calories by 50 calories, it was, you kind of got, it was, it was just, it frightened you. Whereas now, yeah. like, like we went from like, so low calories up to you now 1800 calories, and that takes a long time, but it's definitely, if, if I had told you, back then, if I gave you 1800 calories, like you wouldn't have coped, like, cause you're on. I think I'd have run off. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we've done it right, but obviously there's lots of stuff to do, but, you know, you're definitely happier with now. But I guess if you were to give people advice, like what would be, what would your advice be for people that have gone through? If you could go back to the Emma um, last year and give her some like three world class tips, what would you what would you say to her? Um, being small doesn't make you happy. That's a great one. Um. There is more to life than counting calories. Yes. And um, lifting weights is a godsend. <laughs> good tips, and they're great tips. There is, um, as I say, being small is not happy because I've got friends who've gone through bikini competitions and they've been at their smallest, skinniest, and they've they've never been in a worse place inside. Mm-hmm. And the same with tracking calories it's a tool it's a measurement like some people like to, I, I I track because you know I'm going my coach has me like really big on like 
my business culture, finance and, and tracking, like my spending money. So it's down to no food as well. And I don't mind tracking because I'm so used to it, but tracking, there will be days and weeks where I don't track, like, and that's just the way it is. Like, and if I go out for weekends, I don't track. But for me, tracking just, it's just another tool, just another tool in the belt. You know, it's all, and I've, to me, like, the more, it's like when you're cooking, isn't it? If you're baking, it, the more, like, utensils you have, the probably, you know, the better you can be a chef. Yeah. And tracking isn't everything, and it's, you don't want to get caught up with it, but it's just a tool to have. If you're looking to, if you need to lose weight, well, it's the best way of doing it, is, like, knowing what's in what. And it's like if you're going to buy a house, you're going to buy a house, well, then you're going to get a mortgage broker, you're going to track your finances to kind of save the house. So, but if you weren't saving for a house, you probably wouldn't, you'd watch your spending average, but you wouldn't be tracking it as much as you would. Yeah. You don't mind tracking calories, do you? I don't mind tracking it, no. Um, no, I don't. I'm a bit more loose. Not, you know, I'd say that in the broad term, but say before I wouldn't even put, if I had dipped a, uh, a spoon in yogurt and I was weighing it out, I wouldn't have even licked the spoon. Do you know, like, I'd be like, no, that's, that's not that. It's too much. I'm taking an extra calorie that's not there. Whereas now it's like, yeah, okay. Sorry, Paul, but I'm licking the spoon. <laughs> and what's, what's been the big mind shift? What's been, that, that's a great way to be. That's, that's, that's great. What's been the big mind shift that you're not feeling guilty about food? Because that's obviously the shift is there that your guilt for having food is obviously brushed away. So, and you can see the results. So what's been the big shift in you don't feel guilty about having food now compared to last year? I think it's realised in myself how sick I actually was and how my body felt then compared to now. Now, I'm not saying, like, it's 100% better. Like, I know I still have times where, like, I'd be freezing cold or I don't. I eat a little bit later than I should or I make myself feel more hungry than I should do. Um, but I think it's knowing how bad I did feel compared to now so i know that like the food isn't necessarily a bad thing like i need the food to be able to keep myself going were you in the gym twice a week or once a week back then no every day just normal workouts yeah yeah and what's in the future and what, what's in the plans for going forward what's going to be your next big benchmark muscle <laughs> Strength, strength and muscle. Um, I'd like more definition, but I'd like to get stronger as well. Well, what does it feel like? What, how do you feel when you get stronger? What does it feel like for you? Um, I use myself as competition. So I just feel that I am making myself better than I was the last time I lifted or the last time I worked out. Um, so it's about making myself proud of me, I suppose. Um, because you have to be proud of yourself. All the fun stuff. And I guess yeah. what's what's been what's been the three best things about I suppose I'm me being the far side of the world, what's the what's what's been the three benefits for, for me helping you like the last couple of like six months? What's been the biggest plus for you? Um having the accountability. Um someone like you're always there at the end of the phone. Um, I know there's the time difference or whatever, but like, like I can fire off a message and I know that I'm going to get a response. Um, 
and I suppose for me as well, it was sending a message and not feeling judged about what I'm saying. Like, whereas before I'd sort of hold it in and say, I can't say this to anybody. Whereas I can message you and say, no, this is going wrong or this is happening and you'll sort of always come back with the solution. It's mad, isn't it? It's like, as it says, I've got my coach as well and it's crazy how, just having that accountability, having that like, mm-hmm. having that, it's like, it's, it's like having a best friend, isn't it? You've got a best friend in the phone who's always going to be there no matter what and that's the way I am. And the same as everyone else, like I, you know, I'm quite open with emails and the group and stuff and all the chats and stuff and, but definitely you have to you have to click, isn't it? If you don't click with your coach, like it's probably not really gonna work. Yeah, yeah. And guess sleep, sleep's improved heaps. Well your sleep has got better. But yeah. how's that been the last um six months since we started? My sleep was so bad. Um if I was getting four or five hours a night, I was lucky. Um whereas now I'm up on at least six, between six and say seven, seven and a half hours. Um, stupidly, I used to think sleep was a weakness. Um, I used to hate needing sleep, but now um, I've started to listen more to my body, I suppose. And it's tired. God, sleep, so. sleep, sleep is so important, isn't it? Yeah. Sleep. Yeah, or even just sitting down and relaxing and letting my body rest during the day opposed to just keep going 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 and your brain isn't it? i suppose the next big thing is like mm. meditation that's your next adventure is meditation and because i think people don't realize too is that fresh where you've been like you're working you're doing this and you're everything is going on but your brain doesn't get time to rest mm. what would you say to, what would you say to people that have like just like if you were again if you were to come back to emma six and then once ago give her advice about about her brain not to overthink what would you say to her um take a step back um sitting down isn't bad um sometimes you need to be with your own thoughts and sort of think about what you need to make you happy and healthy um because no one else can make you happy and healthy you have to do it yourself even the three wins like, i think that's a, a i love doing my wins like even for you like like even though i mightn't respond to every single one but i always every, every morning i get my read your wins it, it makes like when you go to bed i wake up and i get your always get your three wins and it's quite good to see like what's what's going on what's been the biggest thing washing my hair <laughs> washing your hair what's been the benefit of like posting your wins to me like what's been the big thing for you every day posting your three wins what's why is that been a big advantage for you I suppose you can sit thinking, God, I've had a really bad day, or you feel a bit, you know, a bit crap, or you mightn't be in the best place, but then you look and you think, like, you've got the accountability, you get the notification, it's like, right, put your wind up, and it's like, okay, well, I have to pick three positive things that I did. Um, So although you think that you've had, like, the worst day ever, you can pick three things from the day that maybe weren't as bad as what you think um and i've sort of learned that they don't have to be like mega things like they can be as small as reading a book or washing my hair or you know it doesn't matter what they are but it's three things that if you'd have just sat in that negative nancy state you know you'd have just not done them it's so uh, like that. That I've learned that from my course. That's the biggest thing is like, like writing down your wins. Because once you write down your, because I've noticed with you, Emma, the last like 
four or five weeks since we started doing the wins like you just mm. you've just and even the even the other girls in the group have said to me like Irene and them and you know Sandra and all they've all said to me like how like you know you just you're just more you just change your positive mindset and that's just from doing the wins because you know when we go to bed night time we just want to the, the brain's always going to go for negativity it's like when you look at your transformation pictures you always think negative so by yeah. by you doing them three wins like every single night it forces you to look to look at the small things and then when you think something was kind of shit or something was bad it's like oh actually wasn't that bad yeah yeah there's always it's always going to be harder to to find three positives but i guarantee you'll find 15 negatives and that's always the way it is you'll always find negatives before you find positives because mm. your brain always wants to go for the negative thing and the very same is like people that are trying to lose weight just saying they might they might have a they might have a McDonald's or something and then they might then they feel like they failed and because of that then they'll take the easy option then they'll they'll, they'll, they'll say I'll start Monday and by the time Monday comes then they'll have had you know fifteen cheeseburgers by Monday or maybe five or six cheeseburgers or maybe two or three. But you know then that's the way that negative mindset works. Whereas yeah. you if you could acknowledge that okay I've had a cheeseburger, positive is it was really good and then you can move on with the next day. Whereas if you kind of look at it as if, oh, I failed, I'm having a McDonald's, you'll do it again tomorrow, and then you kind of get that yeah. cycle. Whereas there's nothing, nothing, this is what even you've learned, like, no, nothing is bad. Like everything happens for a reason. So everything that happens, it's like, it's like a gift. Like if you can change your mindset to thinking that if something shit happens, something bad happens, that it's a gift. And that gift is you, you open that gift and it's going to, give you an opportunity like it's going to give you a present so like everything everything that happens like that i've learned is that it's everything that happens is a gift so if i get hit by a car in the morning i can look at it as a pretty negative mindset or i could just acknowledge it and i could see it as a gift and that gift can mean that well i've broken my two legs so i can't walk but it means that you know i could read more it means that i could probably do more upper body stuff it means that i could do more meditation. I could probably, you know, do a lot more yoga stuff. So there's always a positive from a negative. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing that I've learned, helped you learn. Like is that there's always everything we do has a good outcome. If but you have to choose it. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Would you agree? I do. Yeah. I think you can get stuck in the negative sort of the negative mindset or you can get stuck in the negative cycle of I don't feel like doing this um today or I don't want to do this or I'm too tired or do you know you sort of make an excuse whereas even having the wins or having the app and the group and stuff to be accountable on you can there's like the peer pressure of seeing everyone else doing it or putting their wins up and you think well hold on if they can do it then why aren't I? Do you know you've sort of got a measure almost, um, and something to pull you out of the loop that you might get stuck in? My granny has a saying, and it's like, "Show me your, show me your friends, and I'll tell you what kind of person you are." And it's the very same as that group you'll find. If you surround yourself with, you know, with fifteen positive people, you'll be the sixteenth. But yeah, if you surround your, if you surround yourself with fifteen negative people. You'll be the sixty negative person. Person. Yeah. As well, I've done. Yeah. All my, as well, I've done with everyone. All the clients is that I try to get them in. Everyone it builds into this group and kind of build a relationship. Once they build it, 
than ever. Like I've seen this week and that group has been the best week I've ever seen for like the positive feedback. I think like on every single post that was up there, everyone like there was 10, 15 comments on every single post because everyone was just like, you know, was just chipping in, leaving comments. And that then gives such good effect because if you tell Irene that she's done a good job and that makes her day, or if Sandra says to you or more or Ash or any of them says, oh, um, like you've, you've had some pretty good feedback on some of your posts. Like, and it's quite good yeah. to go onto that group there and know that you're going to have, you know, 10 or 15 other girls or females there that give you that support as well as me. I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned this year is that group is, is really a good thing. Yeah, and as well, like, you can be honest, you know, and say, oh, actually, I've had a bit of a, a shitty time or, you know, I haven't had the best day or I haven't had the best week and stuff. You know, you can share the good with the bad. You know, you don't have to sort of put a mask on it all the time. No, because the thing when people put a mask on things, they're just hiding the bigger picture, isn't it? Like, once yeah. you start putting a mask on things, it just, it just hides that bigger picture and... If you're being honest from the very start, they acknowledge that, well, this happened, this happened, improve. That's the best way, isn't it? Yeah. And Definitely. I guess the last thing, I guess, is what would be your top tips for healthy cooking, you being a chef? Give me your, what's your do's and don'ts, Emma? Put you on the spot here. Oh, of cooking. Um... What's, your, what's, your, what's your cooking page name? What's the name of your baking page, actually? It's M's Cakery, so I've got the Instagram page and I've got a Facebook page as well. Um, but it's more bacon and sort of savoury stuff on there than it is anything else. Um, but top tips for cooking would be to don't make the mistake I made and get stuck in a rut of eating the same thing every day. <laughs> um and enjoy enjoy cooking and experimenting with different flavors and tastes and stuff and yeah find what you like and eat it Watch your enjoy cheese. enjoy the cooking enjoy the cooking um yeah what would be your top three 15 minute meals that are a good source of everything that's the biggest thing is people get so caught up with cooking long hours what's the tips for quick and easy cooking Quick and easy cooking, something that is, I don't know, um, a curry, vegetable curry that you can throw together sort of really quickly. Um, if you're making something, dice the stuff up, the ingredients up small, so make the vegetables and stuff smaller so it cooks quicker. Um, Omelette, um, definitely a quick one. You can put all the spinach and mushrooms and chickpeas and stuff into the omelette. And something like a chilli, chilli con carne, rice, mincemeat, kidney beans, chickpeas, stuff that you can add loads of colour to and lots of different things. And what will be your top three desserts? I love a good dessert in fairness. Triple chocolate brownie. <laughs> oh, triple chocolate. It's one, triple chocolate brownie. Um, cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake size of fairy, yeah. Yeah, cheesecake and, oh, chocolate tart. Chocolate tart. Chocolate like cho and caramel tart, yeah. Like apple tart? Well, it would be, but it's like, it'd have like a biscuity sort of base, a thick layer of caramel, and then like a chocolate ganache on the top. Nice. Making me, making me hungry now, eh? <laughs> 
Yeah. No, that's, that's, like, that's been a really good chat because I think it's, it's really important just to, it's always good to hear like from someone that's been on, obviously someone that's been like I've coached for the last couple of months, but then also from where you've come from, like you've come from the reverse of, you know, um, kind of a competition level to have a 900 calories to being through the all emotional stuff to now back up and getting back to your self again. Yeah. Long yeah. road, long road ahead of us, but we'll uh, long road ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll make, yeah. we'll an exciting road. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you. Adios.